baby. We're back, 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 back from break. And baby, you know you missed us. That's right. We're looking ahead to 2024 and just how awful everything will be. This is going to be the worst year ever. I hope you're ready for it. Listen, we're we're doing our best to recap the episodes of Dragula that we uh, missed. We talk a little bit about the porn industry and uh, putting your booty hole out on the internet when you're 18, 19, 20 years old. And uh, we get into some financial domination conversations. Now say that three times fast. Financial domination conversation. Financial domination conversation. Financial domination conversation. That was pretty good. That's your next that's your next song. You ate that, sis. I'm about to eat something. I'm sad. Goodbye. (laughs) M. Oh. M. Mom! When first choice is a big old bus Just turn around and boom You end up with a sloppy second Oh, diva Our number is 213-536-9180 Our email is sloppyseconds.pod at gmail.com Now on with the show How you sloppy, stupid, little fuck, you not so fuck, you dirty, little fuck Talking to sloppy, like a big, dirty meatball I'm meatball and that is a fat bitch And we're back, baby We're back, 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 back again Happy 2024 to you. It's 2024, baby. We're doing it. Do you ever think about how long we've been doing this and how fun it still remains? Yeah, I think the key to our successful um, Uh podcast relationship is that we don't talk outside of the podcast. I want to. I know. And I I try. I won't answer. Here's what's going to happen. Not me answering. I guilt tripped you so bad in that last text message. Yeah, bitch, that was rude. Hold on. Well, it wasn't rude. It was just like, I understand that you don't want to talk to me, but in order for me to do the job as producer of this show, I do need a couple of pieces of information from you. Like, I was like, I get it. You're trying to be mean and avoidant. That's my jam. That's my jizz. Um, I have a couple of updates for the new year. Yes. I watched Babylon. Remember this? That Remember three this? hour movie? <laughs> the three hour film that I attempted to watch multiple on times. On an airplane? No, Every I time watched it on a plane. Oh. I watched it on my couch. And I and? watched the whole thing and Thoughts. I enjoyed it. Okay. But what I was thinking about in my head was like, how do you pitch that movie? Because sure, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, it's a three hour film starring Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt. Yes. I attempted to watch it a few different times. And fell short of the 20 minute mark a few different times. And I think it was just, I was starting it too late, whatever. But I was like, Jesus, what's even happening? It's just so many shots of things, but no plot happening. Mm, mm, You're going to get that. You're going to get that. How do you pitch a film like that? Because I could imagine going into a room and saying, it's edited in the style of Babylon. Or it moves in the style of Babylon. But in and of itself, it's like... You just say, like, it's this stylistic well, thing. I, I've never seen it, so I don't know what you mean. There's just, like, they so probably, many like, storyboarded quick, it. It's, like, there's huge, expansive shots, like, showing, like, the film industry, like, in the early, early stages of, like, the silent movie industry. And I'm talking, like, 600 extras, like, tons of action. And it all, like, and then it, like, lands on Brad Pitt. And he's like, let's do it. And then cut. And you're just... It just costs so much money. You could just tell. Maybe that's, maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's like the thing is like we're going to make a vic. Because sometimes Oscar bait movies are like we spent $200 million on this movie. I guess that's true. And then true. you like see it and you're like where where all the money now? Well, you see where the money went and it's not that interesting. Right. Exactly. So I was just thinking. I, I watched it. It was a good film. I enjoyed the film. And I was just thinking to myself, how on earth do you pitch a project like this? And I guess you just keep proving yourself as a filmmaker. And you're like, I make good movies, so give me more money to make good movies. Absolutely. Well, that's a Hollywood lesson for everyone. There you go, everybody. (laughs) Be good and then get good and then get your money. From two people who have never worked in the mainstream industry. Well, no, that's a lie. You've been on the Netflix and on a Disney thing. I'm on Disney and on a Hulu. Oh, right. You've been on real sets. 
Yes. And the one thing I can tell you about a real set yes. is that they are all smaller than they look on TV. Oh, for like, sure. So tiny. You know what a lot of people say when they come in here to the studio to record with us? They're like, it's bigger than I thought it was going to be. I've heard that a lot, too. All right. All Did you get right. any Christmas presents? Christmas. Yeah, I got a Switch, a Nintendo Switch, and so I've just been playing Zelda Breath of the Wild, and bitch, let me tell you, that game does not, I mean, this is some boring conversation for everybody. You're talking about a movie no one's probably seen, and I'm going to talk about a game that no one's probably played. Well, the reason I brought up the movie is that I didn't play the voicemail on the air because you've been hating on my voicemail choices, but someone did call in and say, Dipper, watch it. It's good. It's worth it. Get over that 20-minute hump. Get over that 20 minutes. So to you, individual specific caller, I did it. Okay. Breath of the Wild. You hit the slay button on that one. Breath of the Wild, there's no... um, Breathing? Like, direction. Like, you just... It plops you on a map, and you slowly learn a couple of skills, and then it's up to you to, like, figure out how to upgrade yourself. So I found myself, like, constantly going and checking my, like the internet to figure out how to find things and do stuff. And then I was like, that's not the point of this game. The point of this game is that it's just big and open. And as you talk to different characters, they tell you different things and like you slowly progress. Yeah. I guess that game is not really for like the anxious or the like, I've got 20 minutes to kill. It's like, yeah, I'm going to spend my Saturday playing this game. If you're going to, and I like fucking yesterday sat in bed and played it until like four or five in the morning, just like, just from 9 o'clock till 5 a.m. was just playing Breath of the Wild, and I still didn't really get that much done. It's enormous. So that's what I've been up to. Also, my family came. The house was amazing. It was beautiful. I will tell you that my parents... It was worth every penny. My parents had a wonderful time. They loved my little spaceship car. Um, We went and saw A Christmas Story musical, in uh-huh. in LA, like the Fantages? Just, no, it was at the Anheimer and House and Anyway, it was somewhere in downtown. And uh boy, when I tell you that little boy of that show is definitely gonna be special when he grows up. He's too young to call gay, you know what I mean? <laughs> but he there was one part where he was like in a pair of uh, feathery chaps because he like and, has to get the gun. They right. really reenacted a bunch of just scenes from the movie and then added songs, which Bro, I guess is what a what, musical is. That's but what a musical of a movie is. It was it was just interesting <laughs> because they left out one of them. If you know that movie, at the end, the final scene is one of the most racist scenes in like all of film. Sure, and in this one, they just went they flipped it completely opposite, and the man at the restaurant spoke perfect english and there was no song well yeah that's like a responsible update yeah. of a story which i think was really smart but it was funny because someone i was with was like oh that's my mom's favorite part of the movie like okay. the most racist part and she constantly does it so he was like if my mom were to see this she wouldn't have been happy she isn't that blind. nuts yeah but like the world is nuts yeah. So the house that we stayed at, well, uh, here's the thing about my parents. They yeah. love to complain. They and that's where I get it from, baby. And the whole time they were staying in Atwater Village, like it's a nice neighborhood. It was a beautiful area. We could like walk to a bunch of different things. Yeah, and all they kept water. saying was this house is small. This house is so small. And I was like, this is a three-bedroom house in Atwater, brand newly renovated, gorgeous wonderful and they're like is every house this small and i was like this house is like two million dollars in la and to them it was just like a backyard they were like oh that's not that great isn't that wild yeah i mean what what is more wild than them commenting on a small house when they live in a huge house is that did you tweet that your father clipped his fingernails at the dinner table out at a restaurant yes so we went (laughs) out that seems psycho to a fancy restaurant after I picked them up at the airport and we dropped all their stuff off at the house, which was a nightmare. Let me tell you this. I shouldn't be talking ill of my parents, but there was like, they get there and Never they, stopped you before. They can't figure out which bed... There's three bedrooms. One has two twin... Or no, queen-size bunk beds, which okay. I've never oh, seen in my fun. life. fun. 
then one has a, a California king and one has a queen size bed, but an in suite bathroom with the queen size bed. Uh-huh. They wanted the California king at the front of the house. But when they got there, they took all their luggage to one room and then went into every room and like the rooms all had the, the luggage stand uh-huh. and collected all of them and then set up all their luggage and opened it all up. And then my mom was like, oh, the other room has a bigger bed. And then they redid the whole thing. And then she was like, wait, why don't we put all of our luggage? So they took everything to the king size room. And then they went to the middle room and she's like, we should keep all of our luggage in here. And so just the beginning of the trip was 45 minutes of moving luggage back and forth in an Airbnb. Did your brother come? He came the next day. So then we went out to a nice dinner. And after my dad ordered. Who was ordered, the third bedroom for? It was in case I wanted to stay there. Girl, and y'all I, are rich. Not anymore. Not after I pay for that Airbnb. <laughs> Bitch, I'm poor. Okay, then you went out to the nice uh, restaurant. We went out to a nice restaurant, and my dad like clocked a hangnail on his finger, and without like pause, not even going to the bathroom, he just pulls out a, a fucking pocket knife. Yeah, and starts clipping his nails knives. right there at the table. Now, and then did he, he did he it just... again when I took him to the weed store. In the middle of the weed store. (laughs) Was it the hangnail was persistent for the whole trip? Or was he just Different nails. Like, he would just notice something and then start trimming. And you're like, sir, you know what we're doing tomorrow? We're getting manicures. And then you're done. You dumb bitch. (laughs) And then we're done. Oh, my God. Um, Well, I'm glad, you know. What did you do for the holidays? Did you go home? No, nothing. Oh, yeah, you saw them for Thanksgiving. Uh, yes. And then I stayed here and over Christmas, it was amazing. I didn't do anything for like, I don't think I left my apartment for two solid days and I didn't do anything work related or, you know, responsibility related for like four or five days in a row, which was incredible. Um, and yeah, very chill. I'm going to go see my family soon. Um, just for like a quick trip, but you know, we'll, we'll do we'll do a like gift exchange in January. Mm, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, I'm excited for that. So, what um, you got any big plans for the new year? No, not at all. Um, I I purposely like didn't make any resolutions because I feel like they're they just like set you up for failure. Yeah, absolutely, and. I'm so bad at all the shit that I want to get done anyways, regardless of putting the weight of like, it's a new year and get this shit done. So I'm just like, baby, I'm just trying to survive. I, I don't want to be a pessimist, but I have a feeling this 2024 is going to be awful. Oh, baby, me too. I didn't make any resolutions. I didn't do anything. I did start working out again more. We, we share a personal trainer and let me tell you. Leave him I was, alone. I was Don't. trying to talk. So, I'm not going to talk about him. I'm about to talk about you. I was trying to talk so much shit about you to him, and he was not having it. He's a nice guy. He's too nice. <laughs> this year's going to be a nightmare. This year's that's how I felt. I was talking nightmare. to someone. This year's already off to a terrible start for me, faggots. I was, <laughs> I was talking to someone last night. They were like, well, 2024, who knows? And I'm like. Oh, it's going to get way worse. Like, Oh, yeah. We're already bad. So, something terrible is coming. I yeah. feel it in my That's bones. That's how I feel. In my bones. All right. Well, let's on that in beautiful note, let's take a break, and we'll be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bad. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would, like, pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. 
you know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this, like make a change in how you think. I think we all think like, that's just how my brain works or like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. And we're back. Hit okay, the play so button, fag bitch. <laughs> Hit the slay button, fag bitch. Really slaying it. I have a very wild story to tell you. Please. But also, you know, there's been two episodes of Dragula that we didn't I've, get to talk about. I watched them. I just kind of forget what happened. So maybe we just stop talking about it. Well, we have guests coming up who are from the show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We can keep talking about it. Okay. So... Did you just do a little lean and fart? Yeah. Is that what that was? It'll probably, the mic will probably pick it up. Hold on. Oh, yeah. It got that one. <laughs> so, um, so two episodes of Dragula working backwards. Oh, I remember exactly what they were. Um, one was the two-in-one 80s neon glow paint Oh, look. yeah. Where it was supposed to be two-in-one looks, but it was like more just like one look that changed kind of colors. Everyone. Yes, and they were like so specific. They were like, the second look needs to be a totally different look, but then no one did a totally different what look. What really stood out for me in that episode or in those looks was, or the only ones I really remember was Fantasia's because it was wild. The snake, it was the so funny. The snake was so bad. And then um, Blackberries because of how good it was. Yeah, Blackberries was really, really cool. I, I didn't necessarily think Fantasia's snake was like, that bad because i was like how else are you gonna get down the runway like you need a little slit for your feet well but it, in the next episode it and then it, they proved the next episode was so scary. then then the the next episode um okay and so who went home for the black light um onyx? who went home onyx no. no onyx on dicks left so early who went home uh oh uh oh uh jk no they already were gone oh this is gonna be bad because we can't remember them i can just look it up on the internet okay so fantasia where we left off fantasia and jk were in the um extermination and jk went home and fantasia stayed and then the following week um in the bottom for the neon was Oh, it was Orgotic and Cynthia, and they had to go through the lasers that zapped them. Oh, and, and Cynthia, Cynthia went home. Sent she home. died. Now, and Orgotic. How did they, did they? How did they pick? How did they pick which square was zappy? Like it was they, just a dog collar, right? Well, this I don't know. I don't know if they were actually sending charge through the laser or if they just had a device on them that was zapping them remote control. I and they that's like, what it was. I, it looked like a dog collar or something. And then they like put a grid out and they were like, if they step here. Or it's like, who the fuck knows? They could just be sitting there and zapping I think they're just sitting there Cynthia. pressing it being like, we want Cynthia to go home. Zip, 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 zip. So then Organic came back. this goes into my greater question of, 
I know that reality TV shows have to follow strict like rules and stuff if there's money given. Talent competitions are different. Like Survivor, Squid Game, technically it says like written by blah blah blah. Like it's all different. Well, I think the written by is like the scripted stuff that's like read aloud Mm. in the teleprompter. But Squid Game. Let's talk about big, tall Paul Bunyanish man. He's really pulling those abs out. Suck it. Do you know what his husband looks like? Your type. Old Bear Man. Old Bear Man. Wait, so let's round up the Dragula chat, which is, then they did the, like, monsters. The kaijus. The kaiju, yeah. And um, Blackberry was, like, so soft at a butterfly and looked lovely. And um, I can't see what you're showing me. It's all blurry. Do you know who Gypsy Rose Blanch- Gypsy Rose Blanchard is? Gypsy Rose. Yes, Lee? that's her with a bunch of drag queens. Um, from season sixteen, because she's in New York right now. Gypsy Rose. I don't know. Maybe it's season six. None of them look familiar. None of these girls. Do you know all the girls from season sixteen? No. Do you? No, not yet. I think I'll learn them in about a week. Yeah. Can I finish what I was saying? So the kaiju. <laughs> just keep just keep scrolling on Instagram. That's fine. Um, yeah, so they did the kaiju. Neohuru basically showed up and was like, Oh, you wanted a snake, Mama? I'ma give you a snake. And she we, now this is interesting because remember when we were talking, was it last season? It wasn't Titans, it was the season before with um former guests of the pod uh hosoteratoma mm-hmm. where it was like oh so she made a look that she can't even get into herself and the crew has to help out is that fair and this time it was like part of the joke of the episode that it was like it was amazing that she was like fuck it you have to carry me yeah interesting stuff um and then in the bottom was fantasia and Was it Throb? I don't remember. Orgotic won. Orgotic and it wasn't won. Neo. Oh no, I think it was everyone. I think Orgotic won and then the other the other folks all were up for extermination and Fantasia was the one who went home. Which is absolutely crazy to me because she was such incredible TV. Yeah, but the nice thing about her going home is like she's going to be on every episode of the season because next season or next week next coming back is, the reunion. is the reunion and then the finale, which I'm sure they're all making an appearance on the finale. I'm hoping the reunion is cunty spicy. And the preview made it look like it was going to be really spicy. Yeah. So fingers crossed. Fingies crossed. Anyways, that was a fully comprehensive, enthusiastic, and well-informed review you guys know Gypsy of the Rose Blanchard <laughs> of the two, you know the two episodes of Dragula that Gypsy we all Rose Lee. Um, well, Gypsy Rose Blanchard is free. free. Don't you think it is so rude that people are putting photos of her husband and her mama next to each other? That has Why? got to be. Dramatic. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. That's fucked up, though. Go look, look at like? Bo- go look at Boa's Twitter. B O A bitch on arrival. How's she doing? Skinny as hell. Skinny as hell, posting photos like she's Madonna and Lady Gaga. But on her Twitter, it, I don't think I don't think she's creating this meme. Oh, that's fucked up. She is she is Lady Gaga and Madonna mixed together. She is the child. That's yeah. really fucked up. Why would you post that? That's but really I'm like, fucked up. I feel like, you know, like that obviously. And then did you see? Did you see the clip of Joy Behar on the View interviewing Gypsy Rose? Gypsy is like talking to the camera, and she's like, "Heed my words. Um, if you are going through something like this, some form of abuse, just know you are not alone, and you can get help. You just need to ask for it, like." Don't do it the way I did it. I did it the wrong way. And Joey Behar goes, well, no, you didn't. You didn't have any other option. But she was sort of talking about, like, she was basically trying to make Gypsy not 
feel bad about being a victim of abuse. But yeah. then everyone at the table is like, no, murder is not the right way. Yeah. And then they funny. all sort of laugh and they're like, oh, yeah, well, not the murder part. <laughs> and Joy's like, oh, that part. Yes, it's not that It's crazy that part. she, like, got out of jail and is immediately, like, on a press tour and, like, doing all this stuff. It's just so wild. Like, I feel like if I had gone to jail for, like, plotting the murder of my mother, I guess this is the only way she can really make money, though. Because they've already made so many, like, movies about it. There's, like, three different movies all telling the same story. There's the Hulu series. There's the documentary. There's the other one. And then she has a a program that's coming out. Ryan Murphy did a stupid thing. Yeah, she's got a a documentary coming out from, like, her side of things. And, yeah, I mean, if I were her, I would definitely, like, go into the media because it is set up like that. But. I wonder, this is really callous, but, like, how long before she divorced that man? Did you see what she wrote on his Instagram post or something where people were making fun of him? She's like, yeah, the D is bomb. And, like, this stuff. She's really, she's really living. I could show her some more bomb D, I'm sure. Not that I'm offering. I'm just being she out said, in the world. Gross. <laughs> she said that, like, she had 250 proposals via, like, while she was in prison, people writing her letters proposing marriage to her. Do you? Why doesn't she pull like a Casey Anthony and just go get a bunch of facial reconstruction surgery and then just live amongst the people? Because she'll probably make more money or as is that Gypsy. What, I don't she'll think Casey Anthony more, did that. Someone else probably did have that. a more comfortable life. I guess she'll, she's going to be bothered a lot. But if she isn't bothered by what people say, she'll probably have a more comfortable and fruitful capitalistic life as Gypsy Rose. Just yeah. put, just make a ton of fucking money this year, put it all away for retirement, and then you can do whatever you want. Don't be broke in three years. She Talking about, would. I know. No one's responsible. No one's responsible. No one's, responsible. No one's, responsible. No one's got a safety, a, sa- a savings account anymore. A safety net if something bad happens. Everyone's... Getting their money and spending it because they know 2024 is the year that the world ends. Yeah. Keep on dancing till the world ends. Um, I have two. I have two things that I want to talk to you about. Let's do them then before we do the voicemails. But can we take a break and then I talk to you about them? Yeah. Or do you want me to talk to you about them now? No, let's take a break. And we'll be right back after this break. I'm losing my mind. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And we're back. All right. I experienced something recently, and I I was trying to figure out if I should tell this story on the pod or not. And it's kind of juicy, and so I thought, hey, let me tell it. A okay. person that I know, but I also like kind of want to protect this person. Well, whatever. A person that we I know reached out, out to me. This is like a like a fuck buddy of mine that I've had for a while. Okay. And this person, I think, doesn't fully understand what kinks they're into. And he's like exploring stuff. So like he's asked me about fisting in the past. When we first met, he was like like dabbling in like party drugs. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to fuck you like that. And then he was like, oh, we can do it sober. Like blah, blah, blah. So he has sort of like tried to figure out what his thing is. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And every time he and I have gotten together, we have a nice connection. We chat. um, We have hot sex. That's good. But it's like, he's definitely like 
I feel like he binges on ideas. Like he'll be like, oh, I'm going to go get a cock cage and a huge fucking butt toy. And I'm going to be naked at your feet while you work from home all day. And I'll just be like riding this, this huge, you know, like huge butt plug. And you, you just tell me what you want from me. You spit on me all day and like kick me in the face. And like, oh, then, you know, and I'm like, okay. But then it's like, oh, actually he just wants to like hook up. Yeah. That's just like a lot of talk. And then it's like, oh no, we'll just like, fuck in the bathhouse or something yeah 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 so he reached out to me the other day and he was like would you be open to entering into like a financial domination relationship with me and i was like i'd be open to it what are you thinking about and he was like i just love the idea and the feeling of being able to like give myself over completely he was like i would want to give you money anytime you ask for it. I'd want to like ask your permission on how I'm spending my money. I would want to, you know, he sort of like launched into this thing that clearly he has like read about or seen videos about or like been engaged with. And it really was getting him turned on. Yeah. And, you know, he came over and he was like, I haven't ever talked in person about this with anyone he was like i've done this with a few guys like just over text or through the apps and i've sent them money but i've always asked for the money back later because like it was irresponsible of me and like my husband can't can't find out that i'm exactly you can't do that and then he showed me like he had like invoiced someone for some big project and he was like someone's gonna send me a bunch of money and this is all for you he was like i'll ignore my credit card bills and i'll just give you all this money so we were sort of like playing in that space and having conversation and as like a dom in that space, I really don't consider myself like a dom out in the world, but I'm happy to play a role with an individual person. In my mind, I'm like, I would never do anything to fuck up your marriage. Yeah. I would never do anything to make you default on your your home loan or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, because also two reasons, one, I'm not a mean person. And mm-hmm. two, that's not the kind of control that I would want. Because if, if I took all of your money and then you became destitute, you would become a dependent of me. You'd still be working and earning money, but then you'd sign it all over to me. He's like jerking off talking about, I'm going to give you my power of attorney. Everything that's mine will become yours. I want you to have my car this in is, your name. No, that I'd stop seeing that person. That's crazy. That is crazy. So I don't see it as a turn on. I do like a Dom sub relationship. I don't see it as a turn on though when the sub is calling all the shots. And I don't see yeah. it I don't see I'm not into like humiliation and I'm not into that much of a power play. So I would never want you to like not live your dreams or not become successful, but I do like the idea of me saying like you know, you want to sniff my crotch, bring $500 over here right now. Yeah, get on that's your knees. different. The power that's of like attorney a... nonsense is like, what are we doing here, bud? Exactly. So, you know, he came over. We were, you know. So anyway, after all that, he did come over. <laughs> no, because we were talking about all of this in person. Oh, okay. And he eventually gave me 20, no. Twelve hundred dollars. Jeez. Give and it he to was like, me. he was like, I want you, to, I want you to know I'm serious. And he sent me a thousand bucks. And then like later, I was like, okay, yeah, blah blah blah. We talked a little bit, and I was like, I was like, either either you're ready to come right now, or you don't get to come at all. And he was like working on it. He was like, please, can I stay a little longer? And he sent me two hundred more dollars. And I was like, no, you have to leave. And I was like, that was a fun little game. We yeah. could do that once or twice a week. You know, I'm not going to bleed him till he's dry, but if he's really getting off on it, I don't fucking mind spending 90 minutes like with a hot guy and then demanding money out of it. That sounds fun. Yeah. As long as it doesn't ruin his life. Or his Ex- husband well, that's go. what I'm thinking. Or his husband's like, what are all these Venmo transactions? Yeah, exactly. So the next day he messages me and he was like, I was so nervous last night. I never really talked to anyone about that. That was really hot. Could I have all the money back? So I, I wrote very fiercely back to him. I was like. I thought you weren't playing games. And he was like, I'm not playing games. That was just like a really irresponsible decision. And I was like, okay, then this conversation is done. 
Yeah. Don't ever bring me any kind of shit like this again. Don't ever. Because that to me is like a really fucked up thing. And at the end of the conversation, I was like, you know what your problem is? I kind of felt proud of myself for being so bold and direct. But I was like, your problem is you are looking for someone to be your, you know, your sir, your dom, your master, whatever it is, but you want to call all the shots. You want it to be 100% on your terms. And I think that's fine if you are talking about a consensual back and forth, if you're identifying a safe words, if you're putting together the parameters of what the fetish play is. But in the moment to constantly be changing the rules and being in control and being like, like the fact that he was like, look, I'm going to send you a thousand dollars rather than me saying, send me a thousand dollars. Yeah. So I basically was like, you don't get it. And you're like, you're, you're playing in a pool that you're not ready to play in. And if you were serious about this, you know, we could actually work something out, but like, I'm done with this and don't ever bring this shit to me again. Oh, absolutely. Because it was also yeah, fucked up. Because when he went home, I was like, oh, I have $1,200. I can do X, Y, Z with it. And then the next day, he was like, I want it back. No, I didn't have to give it back. I could have. didn't. Maybe that sta- was part of the game is seeing if you wouldn't. I know, but I told him. I was like, now you're playing games, and I'm not doing that. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> you said, okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, yeah, it's, uh. That's fucked up, but I want to do that to someone now. I want well, someone to I pay know me. people. Who gonna pay me, bitch? I know plenty of people who have these, like, cash slaves. Ugh, I hate saying that word. It just seems so Slave. icky, but, like, they have these, like, or, I guess, cash pigs or whatever. Cash pig. I think that's what they go by. Who will, who will, like, it's not so linked to, like, ruin my life and it's not so linked to like you're my you know you're my master i do whatever you say or like my money is your money it's just like oh bring me three hundred dollars and there's no sex involved and then the next time it's like bring me five hundred dollars you can suck my dick for a little bit you know Mm -hmm. and it's just or like um come over here and jerk off in front of me and pay me three hundred dollars and for whatever reason, that combination of things like works for those people. And I'm like, I know plenty of people who like make their rent off of a little cash pig on the side that has nothing to do with like the rest of their life. Yeah. So I was ready. I was ready to, to do, do so. so. <sighs> Anyways, that was my financial domination story. My short lived time in financial domination. That's wild. But all those pigs out there, listen, hit me up. If you feel like getting a message from Big Dipper every once in a while demanding a couple hundred dollars would make you feel good and make your taint swell up, you hit me in the DMs and I'll take yeah, it Yeah, if there. it's going to make your taint throb, let, hit me up too. I'll fucking yell at you. I'll sla- You can come over. I'll slap you. You should reopen your cameos for like degradation and humiliation. Honestly, not a bad idea. <laughs> You're like, honestly, I am ready to do so. I am ready to be mean to people again. Okay, so I have some tweets I wanted to read you. These are from November, and I was really moved by them because they like, it's sort of like a rant. It's sort of a satire. It's kind of a joke. It's also just like social commentary, and I thought it was funny. And I want to get your opinion. Okay, so this is sort of like a rant. Um, Okay. So porn today is this. You are 18, jacking off in your bedroom at your parents' house. You DM Austin Wolf or Raheem Shabazz. You go to their hotel where they feed you drugs and fuck you raw on film. Then you go to school on Monday. By lunch that afternoon, you're in class on Twitter, scrolling through your timeline, and bam. There you are with your little fuckhole open getting filled with grown-up cock all over the internet. You don't have an OnlyFans, but now you are cockbait for theirs. You watch yourself get retweeted hundreds and thousands of times over the next few hours. Nasty pervs online making vulgar comments and save you to their bookmarks. Copies of your vids are downloaded and pirated to streaming sites. Strangers message you asking to breed your holes. Austin won't return your messages. He's blocked you. He used you already. His fans don't like repeats. Raheem will film with you again, but only if you let his entire crew use all your holes at once. Ten-inch top DMs you, but he's all the way in London 
excited and you can't afford the trip. But now you're oh porn God. and the internet is forever. This is your future now. Better make the most of it. You make your OnlyFans with you recording your asshole and feet, but no one will pay for that. So you tweet a request to collab. You'll do it with anyone. You need the content. Men invite you to meet them in parking lots to record you sucking their cocks. Couples invite you to their PNP parties. And again, you need the content, so you go. You make bad choices and end up high with a group of sleepy pigs making their own videos and posting them for free. More retweets, more downloads, more pirating. Why would anyone pay you $5 a month if they can see it, see it all on this vid for free? Now Raheem blocks you and 10-inch top isn't interested anymore either. Somehow, someone in school sees it. All the students now know what you did. Your parents find out and try to be protective and call the cops or threaten to sue, but it's too late for that. You were 18 and made decisions yourself. And besides, it's all out there anyway and there's nothing they can do. This is porn now. This is how porn works. This is what we jack off to now. This is what we search for. Bye-bye, future. This is your future. You belong to porn now. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> I feel like that's a very specific thing. But this does bring up, I I know so many people who have also like, no idea wanna... if these people mentioned Austin Wolf and Raheem Shabazz do drugs. I don't so, think I mean, slander. I don't but it but. is slander. Well, what do you have to say about it? Because then I have a No, you I, were you were about to say something. I just wanted to I say I just that know like a slew down. of people who have alt accounts and they're like blasting their hole and doing all this stuff and they think that just because they're not showing their face, no one knows who they are. But like I mean, I mean, part of the fun is, like, we do know who it is. But, like, I personally have considered making an alt account. But then I'm, like, I don't want 10 years in the future, like, my butthole to still be, like, out in the world. Uh, but it's, I guess not my butthole. But, like, just nude images of myself. Because I never know, like, in the future what I want to do or be. Or, like, if I have kids, if they're going to see it, you know? Yeah, what will Oprah say when you guys are trying to build a new school together? Exactly. But I don't, I'm not, like, I I get that everyone's on their own path and stuff. But, like, I just think it's weird when, like, 18-year-olds have these things and they they haven't made life choices yet. Yeah. And then there's just a bunch of nude images of them just floating around for anyone to find. And I know that people have agency over their own bodies, can do what they want, and a lot of people just don't care. But I think a lot of times they don't care in the moment, and then as they get older, they begin to care, and it's already, like this guy said, it's too late. Right. You know, I think it's so funny. Like, we talked, former guests of the pod who've worked in porn, like Boomer, like Rocco Steele, um, those are people who very much were living a different life for a while and then made a decision. And even Boomer, like when Boomer talked about it, Boomer was like, oh, I was working in nightlife. Oh, I was this. Oh, I, you know, had this much sobriety yeah. under my belt. And then I was like, now I'm going to start doing porn. And so doing, I, I think the, like, doing it at 18 is wild, but I also think it's kind of like a prudish, you know, like, boomery, coded in a millennial facade sort of opinion of, like, oh, you can't put your dick out when you're 18. It's like, or you can, and it's fine, and we'll all get over it. But you can, to and me, it's fine. No. To me, I think the, the cycle is really interesting also because well, people I think look you... at what? Well, I just think, like, I don't want to sound like a boomer. I just, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, you have no, to, like, I feel the same way. Think, you have to, like, think it through before you do it. Like, you have to make the conscious choice that, like, once it's out there, it is out there forever. And you just, that is your choice. But you can't, right. don't do it and then regret it. Like, do it and be like boomer and be like, this is the choice I've made. This is what's happening. Right. And I don't like when people regret it and then they're like, oh, I'm trying to take it down, but everyone's seen it. And it's like, that's what's going to happen. Well, that's and why I, I'm so anti-filming because I know my personal choice 
is I don't like filming during sex for a number of reasons. One is I like to control my own image, but two is I feel like it's a distraction. Like I feel like it's this other yeah. thing when you're meant to be like engaging well, with this one, two, three, four, five other people, whatever it is. And yeah, because like you're focused on holding the camera or like uh, someone else posted like Twitter now is just like guys jerking off and staring into or porn now is just guys jerking off and staring into the camera yeah. or like getting fucked but like looking at the camera like oh yeah and it's like right i don't want to see you thinking about me watching it i want to see you two fuck but some people really want to see you thinking about me watching it yeah <laughs> that's a riddle <laughs> some people really want to see you thinking about me watching it um and so I don't know. I found this really interesting because I do understand. Remember how like when Spotify had like statistics and we were in the like 0.01% of podcasts of like most listened podcasts. I was like, how is that literally possible? And it's because in the broad spectrum of the amount of people who have ever recorded a podcast and uploaded it to a, a podcast feed. So many of them fall away, don't continue, did it for six weeks in 2016 and then stopped. And because we have been consistent and because we have a successful show, it rises us that far in the percentage. And I feel like that is really the case with porn. Like we know so many people who have OnlyFans who don't even consider themselves like professional OnlyFans creators and they make a little bit of money off of it because, hey, why not? Yeah. So I do think it is kind of this trap where people think like, I like having sex. I, I bet filming myself for sex would be super easy. And then all of a sudden it's like, not everyone's going to be a star, baby. Yeah. Not all, not all the cream's going to rise to the top. Some of that cream's going to fall. So I just found that tweet bottom. very fascinating. And I've also been... Bottom. <laughs> I've also just been thinking a lot about porn and sex and stuff drain your you nut coming that? back you do february you do 17th hell yeah that's the day after fat slut is it not oh man i have a rehearsal that day i can't no february 16th is fat slut i said it's the day after that's what i've been telling everyone oh i thought you said that's the day of no no i have a rehearsal that day as you know i am Going to do a play. You are? Yes. I'm really getting out there. Baby, I got to act. Baby, I got to get these words out. I got I to gotta do things. Baby, I got to get these words out. That's what I said, faggot. Um, what play are you doing? I don't really remember the name of it. <laughs> oh my God. And I haven't read the script yet. And is it here in Los Angeles? Or you're going it to is New York? here in Los Angeles. Okay, slay. It's a small. It's a small production. You better eat them girlies up. Do you want to hear it'll any be voicemails? A, like the Elysian or Dynasty typewriter, like a hundred person theater. Nothing Did crazy. You? Yeah, please. Okay. Hey, Slav. Um, it's not necessarily a fuck talk story, but it is. So I was met this guy on Snippy. Um, some time I passed by. And was like, hey, where's like the dude at? Mind you, I was hosting. Okay. So just waiting on dude, time passes by. I'm like, okay, not going to show up. He finally messages me and is like, hey, um, my car is not working. I'm going to have to walk there. And this dude is like two miles away. And I was like, you know what? I don't think it's going to work out. Um, go ahead. Let's, you know, do a rain check. He's like, well, I already have your address and I'm already walking to you. And I'm like, no, dude, just turn back around. Oh. Have a good night. I'm playing my video game, enjoying my night. I hear knocking at the door. I look on my ring camera. It's this guy. Girl. So I don't answer the door. Oh, dude girl. keeps knocking, 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 knocking. Eventually, I'm like, home. okay, all my lights are on. Let me turn them off. Maybe he'll get the hint. So I did that. The dude starts banging on my door. Then, all of a sudden, he said, "You better suck this dick." To kick down my door and starts kicking it. 
So I don't know what to do. I'm panicking because I'm like, this dude's literally about to break down my door. Um, so I'm from Arizona. We're allowed to have guns for defense, of course. I grabbed it. I didn't know what else to do. I ended up calling the police. I'm like, you know, trying to figure things out. Um, my neighbor ends up coming home from work because she late, works late. She ends up getting in a confrontation with dude. I go outside, get in a confrontation with dude. Needless to, needless to say, yeah, pretty eventful. Um, so I heard the goodbye thing is from Wicked. I've never Wait. seen it, but yeah. Bye. Wait, but yeah. what happened? <laughs> but what happened? I don't we know. Got a, the here's police... the crazy part. We got a beginning, a middle, <laughs> and, and no then end. no end. Like, did the police ever come? Did you go out brandishing no, your come. weapon? What do you mean you got into a confrontation? Did you yell at him? Did why was he? Why didn't you shoot him? Just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> Um, yeah, that is wild. Also, like, if you're the dude kicking down the door, what do you, what's the end game there? Like, boom, 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 kick down the door, and then you're like, now suck this dude. And then you're like, now suck it. Yeah, like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do once you get in there? Girl, he wanted it too bad. You must have good-ass pictures on Sniffies. Yeah, if they're trying to break down your door. Or maybe he was just trying to rob you. I oh yeah like i have an address because like it did happen to me that one time yeah i have your address i'm coming over hmm. that's why i don't think i'll ever host i don't want no i don't need a man in my house and the words of Whoopi goldberg i don't need a man in my house i used to think that but then imagine this okay you're, <laughs> imagine this you're like in the kitchen cooking you're like you're like prepping all your ingredients or whatever. You like pop one of your beautiful baked goods in the oven. And then you're like, ding dong. And you're like, Oh, okay. And this guy comes in and then he just like fucks you. And then he's like, well, and you pass him a little hand towel and he wipes his dick off and then he just leaves. And then you get to like sit on the couch and in 10 minutes, the kitchen timer goes off and your baked good is there and you never had to get into a car and you never had to, I mean, the guy knows where you live. Yeah. I mean, that's especially the thing, for like, bottoms, it's I really live. nice. Yeah, that would be nice to just be able to like douche and then do whatever. But also, like at my house, they'd have to come in and then like come up the stairs, so they're like Not getting really. a full view of everything. Yeah, or um, you know, put a little sheet up. That's why I think people like glory holes. All right, here's another one. Okay, why did I have a boy, not a man, I had a boy over. He came over and popper baited and had a great time, made this boy nut twice. And I put a cock ring on him, but like one of the nice, thick rubber cock rings on him tell me why he nutted for the second time and then he left and he didn't take the cock ring off he took it with him and he he stole the cock ring on his oh girl and now that's your fault now i don't have a cock ring It probably happened because you were about as high as you were when you made when this call. call. Damn, bitch. <laughs> Figure your life out, faggot. <laughs> Tell me why. Probably because if you put it's the cock, on. If you put the cock ring he on said, him, He said, are you engaging? Yeah, engaging. <laughs> are you proposing? Is this an engagement? Is this a proposal? <laughs> it's like... He, you know, who knows? Maybe he had never had a cock ring before, and then you put that on him, and he came twice. So he's like, "Baby, I'm taking this with me. Let's hit the road, Jack." This. You know what I mean? Hit the road, Jack. You One time I mean? when I was living, and hit the road, Jack. So I'm talking oh, about uh, hit the road, Jack. One. <laughs> One time when I lived in New York, this guy, 
it was like I was like Adderalled out of my mind. It was like four thirty in the morning. I should have been. I should have just jerked off and gone to sleep. But this really hot, big, muscular guy who was like clearly on tea, which I didn't realize he was like on meth, um, invited me over, and he was like hot, like incredibly hot, so hot that I was unable to get an erection, and he tried like four different cock rings on me he like put one on my balls he was trying to suck me off for so long and literally nothing would work and i think it was because well i think it was because he was so hot and because i was also like on so much adderall yeah for sure and then i went home and he was mad it's it's hard and i'll tell you this i suck dick much better when i'm hard than when i'm not so even if like even if it's like oh well yeah. my business isn't working but I can like do other things for you, it's so much better when you're kind of ravenous and horny. Horny. All right, let's take a break and we'll be yeah. right back with more voice. When you want it. And we're back. Right. Ooh, rough. <clears throat> well, you know, we, listen, 2024 is going to be a rough one for us all. It is. Do you want to hear about porn or please. poop? Poop. Poop, please. Hey, Big Dipper. Hey, Meatball. Love you guys. Hope you play this. Um, so here's a story from like a while ago, like summer, um, it was Father's Day, fun. Um, I was like food shopping while I was home, visiting family, it was in between a couple little towns, like on my way home, I was like really just wanting to suck a dick. So I get on Grinder and I find couples on like one page and they're both like, yeah, I would love that. They were on my way to my parents. They're like, I'm, we're drinking, well, said I'm drinking right now in the hotel room and I was like I'll be right there maybe it's my fault that I didn't like clarify like if it was gonna be both of them because it wasn't um and I was a little bummed but so I get to their hotel room I like just tell them like keep going I'm just gonna come in like you make it be drinking I'm gonna be right there I'm gonna suck you off get it all over me I'm gonna go so that's what happens but I get in there it's just the one of them I'm like okay cool here we go um but worst of all the room reeked of poop, like Ugh. big old dump poop. Ugh. And um, I don't want to ick someone's gum. I know there's like this gap queen into that, but gooby dooby doo wah, not for me. So like, what do you do? I guess I went, like I did it. I kept going, it was fine. It was like a little hard in between the press, like sucking dick, but like whatever. Time to come, I left. But like, really? You couldn't light a candle? Couldn't light a match? I just couldn't. One, you, there weren't both of you, and two, there was poop? I'm sorry. Thoughts? Goodbye! Listen. Th- wait. Listen. <laughs> Sometimes hotel rooms don't have the best ventilation. And maybe he was clearing out for you or something. And the poop happen we're all adults are we i would leave i'd be like oh it stinks in here close the door (laughs) yeah the other thing is i'm like why was the bathroom door i mean in my mind the bathroom door there's no way that the bathroom door was closed and the fan was on yeah which is like the first thing i would do and then also like put a bunch of hot water in the sink and fill it with soap and like stir it up to get some soapy air smell yes that is so smart Okay, there Anything. is a f- there is a follow up here. Uh, well, hold on. Also, was it like a barn door bathroom? Because you know those don't seal. You said that when I was staying at that place in that undisclosed location, and you saw the barn door. You were like, "That room's gonna smell like poopy doopy doo wop." Well, those doors don't close. <laughs> hey, Big Dipper. Hey, Meatball. Uh, first time listener, second time caller. I left a message recently about um, checking a person off and the smells of fucking poop in their hotel room. I'm not over it. Um, I just need to say, I also just sucked, like, literally just sucked a guy off in the Home Depot bathroom and not one cent of anything. 
Not one cent. How is that possible that a bathroom smells beautiful and this, like, nice hotel room literally smells like poop? I can tell I you. He just went, but, like, Not everyone's you know. taking shits at home. Too, I also thought it was who really wants to cute? shit in public? Um, I got him to come all over the floor. I didn't want it on me because I'm going to my family. And um, I was going to leave it because, like, it's a bathroom. And he got up and knocked it down. He lights so up. It was so cute and sweet. Okay, well, ta-ta. Happy holidays. Love y'all. Goodbye. It's probably because you went to that Home Depot bathroom right after the good cleaning schedule. Yeah, because also Home yes. Depot bathrooms always stink to me anyway. Like, every bathroom stinks. Meatball, to answer your question, you said, um, who, who wants to shit in public anyways? No one wants to. Sometimes it's the only option. It's Yeah, it's that thing where people are like, <laughs> when you walk into like a Joann's or a Michael's Home Goods, like your body immediately has to shit for no reason. Right, and you're like, um, do you have a bathroom for customers? Where's the bathroom? I promise I I'm going to buy, buy, I'm, I'm I'm buy, buy, buy flower phone. I brought a return. <laughs> I listened to Delta. <laughs> Ooh, I brought a return so I could go directly to customer service. Exactly. That is, uh, I mean, that is for someone who is at the shops every week. For her she, to say, oh, I always buy something extra I know I'm going to return. She must love to just shop. Every yeah. time I've called her or tried to talk to her over the break, she's like, girl, I'm shopping. What do you need? I'm like, go off. Exactly. Now, did you hear about this alien landing in a Miami mall? Do tell. It just seems like all over Twitter right now, what are you about to eat? Pineapple? What is that? Cheese? Oh, pineapple. <laughs> um, it looked like little cheese cubes. Speaking of poop. Um, there's just like a video footage of like a, a hundred police cars at this mall in Miami. And they're, all their sirens are going and everything. And according to the police report, it was just like a bunch of kids with fireworks and sticks fighting. But there's no videos of these fights. Like no one has videos. And then a bunch of people are saying... No, there was seven to ten foot tall, like, shadow monsters walking around, like, aliens walking around. But there's no video footage of that. All we have is, like, footage of the outside of the mall with all the police cars. And it's just, like, if there was anything going on, like, even when there's, unfortunately, when there's, like, shooting shootings happening in malls and stuff, there's video footage. There's recordings of the, of the security cameras. There's people who pull out their iPhones and record everyone running, like... There's something and there's no or footage. Androids. Who said? So I think it's um, fake. Who now? Who said that? Who says shadow figures? I don't. I don't. It's just what has been um, being reported everywhere. Shadow well, we figures. are the news. Yes, we are. Would you the... like to listen to our last voicemail of the day? Also, it's 2024, so I bet the aliens have come and they are ready to murder us all. Absolutely, and I bet they have the kind of technology where they just like press a button and none of the tech, none of the phones work to take video from like electromagnetism or whatever. Yeah. You want to hear the last voicemail? Please. Hey, slop. So it is currently eleven a.m. I just got my dick sucked in the park. All right, but we'll listen to two things. They're short. Okay, first thing, can we just talk about cruising real quick? I've hooked up with a lot. I'm from little small town Lakeland, little tiny town in Florida. So cruising is kind of like the thing here. Like, it's, it's a lot. But these kids, and when I say kids, I mean like 20, 21, 22, not children. That's gross. These kids, like, don't be cruising. And I'm saying this as a 20-year-old. Like, I'm one of y'all. And y'all still don't want to, like, y'all be freaking out when the slightest car want to park three spaces next to us. Or somebody, when you hear some bushes rustling down the trail or whatever, I'm like, girl, <laughs> girl, that's what cruising is, mama. <laughs> but, like, that's what cruising is. So I'm like, what the fuck do you, like, why? I just had to leave this guy because he's talking about some, oh, girl, bye, it's cruising. It's cruising. Just suck my dick. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Anyways, but if you get caught, you're in fun. trouble. Other than that, I had my first glory hole experience a couple days ago. Oh, it was okay. Good great. Go right. Lovely. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. If you're thinking about doing a glory hole, do it. It's great. I never had my dick sucked like that in my life. <laughs> never like that in my life. Anyways. Yes. Yes. 
Goodbye. Ooh. Well, good for you. She tried it. She tried it. Good for you. Um, yeah. Well, you you're a cruiser. I've never really been a cruiser. What happens when you hear like some someone a coming or something? You just keep going. I would assume uh, you kind of stop for a second until you suss out what yes. the situation is, and then yes. you re- return if and they're you just get, like listen, a voyeur. You, you get less skittish the more you're out in these streets. You start to understand what's happening. Um, who's who? Who is an innocent bystander? Who's like actually using the park restroom and like yeah. who's in there shaking their dick too long at the urinal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I liked, uh, listen, this per you, you're 20. You've got, you've got a lot of experience yet to gain. Um, people get spooked really easily and listen, that's fine. Maybe not everything is for everyone. Yeah. Maybe they just like the, the nature of it. They don't want to be caught. Yeah, so maybe the, if you're out at the park, what they actually want is to like be in someone's backyard where it's fine, but mm-hmm. they're still outside. But they're still outside. Fake cruising. Yeah. Safe cruising. Safe cruising. Safe fake cruising. Like on all those um, OnlyFans when they're like out cruising, but then they have to put like filmed on private property so that you they don't get like taken down. Yes, completely. All right, well, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at SloppyPod. You can send us an email at SloppySecondsPod at gmail.com or call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. And don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode which come out every Tuesday and Friday. And I did have this last one, but you didn't want to hear it. Oh, sorry. Hello, it's Matt here calling all the way from Melbourne, Australia. Oh. Just listening to the podcast and... Really curious about Dipper's curation of porn content for Draining Nut. Just want to know what that process is and, yeah, how he goes about that because that sounds like a dream job. Goodbye! What is your process? If it gets your little, oh, all the way from Australia. If it gets your little pecker hard, is that what you how you pick it? Well, I like to pick porn that is representative of lots of different things and for each of them to have a, a different vibe. So it's not four back-to-back videos of, like, roided-out muscle daddies, you know, flip-fucking each other. Maybe mm-hmm. one of those, but then one that's a glory hole video. I, I work hard to represent, like, all different types of people and different body types and that kind of thing. So everyone at the party maybe sees them, someone like them or themselves glorified up on the big screen on the projected porn. That's good. And I try to find long videos so it doesn't change all the time, but um, videos with enough variety so it doesn't get stagnant. Ah, uh, yes. Because it's four hours of porn, and I want to make it different in the afternoon than it is at night. Yeah. Anyways, sense. drain your nut February 17th. Mark your cows. Fat slut January 19th. At precinct. That's up to we you, got- baby. Hold on, let me look, let me look, let me look, let me look, let me look. Kelly Mantles. We got Tammy Brown, Kelly Mantle, JK. That is January 19th, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Shows start at 10.30, shows start at 11.30, sexy food eating at 12.30. Email me at themeatballqueen at gmail.com if you want to sign up for the $200 cash prize for the sexy food eating competition. That's January. Bring a stunt. Bring a prop. Do something interesting. Yeah, do something interesting. I'm tired. I'm tired out here. We're tired of you all sucking. Bring your own Go-Gurt. You know what I mean? Yeah, surprise me. Pull a Go-Gurt out of your hole. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. To get access to our full uncensored video episodes, ad-free and one day early, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at Mom Podcasts. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Engineered by Margot Padilla. Editing and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.